Well, COVID-19 has been very busy, especially here in BC. For more on that, we're joined now by Vaughn Palmer for the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Yeah, good morning, Simi. We we got the response from the virus yesterday to uh, the uh, government's line on managing the pandemic. Uh, Walk-in Wednesday, Dr. Henry saying we're on track and the virus weighs in. The numbers are the worst they've been in what, since May? Yeah, I I guess I shouldn't be entirely surprised. I know that Dr. Henry and the health minister were pretty aggressive in in being in talking about Walk-in Wednesday, right? Like they've been offering themselves up and talking, 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 and you, you realize there had to be a reason. Yeah, and look, they're doing the right thing by pushing as hard as they can the idea of getting vaccinated. I think the the message on that is pretty clear. Uh, make it more available. Uh, deal with hesitation. Deal with concerns. Address all that. They're working hard on that. That's all very good. I think the area where I'm raising eyebrows and questioning is the insistence that we saw this coming, and that's been one of their lines. Hey, you know, we we said uh, when we start relaxing restrictions, we're going to get more cases. Uh, you go back. Go back to the transcripts, and I've done this uh, from the announcements in late June, early July, from Dix, Dr. Henry, and especially Premier John Horgan. Uh, And you find them, you can't find them saying there's going to be, quote, an absolute explosion of cases by this time. And and I'm quoting Dr. Uh, Dr. I'm quoting Keith Baldry on that, because he's followed this thing as closely as anybody... Dr. Baldry sounds Dr. good, too. Dr. Baldry. <laughs> yes. uh, he's followed this case as closely, this pandemic outbreak, as closely as anybody uh, in the news media. And absolute explosion of cases is something that he has characterized what's happened. And, you know, he, he said yesterday, uh, again, I was struck by this, um, nobody expected this. Certainly none of the officials said, hey, it's going to hit this level. So this is worse than they expected. This is worse than they predicted. And we're in still a serious box here. I see Dr. Sarah Otto saying yesterday, quoted in the media today, as saying, hey, this is the leading edge of the fourth wave. We don't know how big the fourth wave is going to be, but this is it. And we've got, we've got cases rising on the island. They're all linked to the Delta variant. We haven't seen the numbers yet, Simi, from the explosion of travel that occurred yeah. on Vancouver Island. Mean, people came to Vancouver Island because, you know, it's a nice place to come and bless them for that. And also because the interior is obviously off limits for many people because of the wildfire situation. So uh, we're not through this thing yet. And that's really what I took away from the numbers yesterday. Yeah, that's what I definitely got as well. And, you know, I asked Dr. Henry the other day about, does this mean that we are going to have to postpone that September 7th date for the next step of reopening? And she said, essentially, everything is on the table. They're watching every day. That might that might happen. That That is the right message to be coming from them. It, it is still an open question as to where we're going. And, you know, you, the, the, we've never been here before. There is a reason for hedging always on public health on this issue because this thing is still in many ways an unknown. The virus is relentless. Um, I I was struck uh, again this week. One of the things that I flagged and put in my file is the World Health Organization warning 
countries around the world about booster shots that understand why they're talking about giving their population booster shots. But World Health Organization saying, you know what, you better make sure the whole world is vaccinated because until the whole world is vaccinated, COVID-19 will continue to spin off mutations and the Delta variant may not be the worst we've seen. There may be more communicable variations and even vaccine-resistant variations in the future thanks to the way evolution works. And we've got travel opening up in a couple of days from the United States, even for yeah. those who are fully vaccinated. But, I, you know, we want to make sure that we really know for sure that they have been double vaccinated. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting. The Americans have... Um, there's a suggestion that we were kind of suckered by the Americans that we thought they were going to open when we reopened and, and both countries are proceeding along together. And now it's clear that we're not. They're kind of, I see someone, Lori Martin in the Globe and Mail this morning, suggesting they kind of using us as a guinea pig. I don't, I don't think that's what's up, but I do think that we're still again there in unexplored territory. Uh, we don't know what reopening is going to be like. I assume most of the Americans traveling to Canada will be double vaccinated, just as they'll be sure to have their passports. I think the problem down there is the kind of people that don't have passports and aren't very well informed and um, are hesitant and, and determined to remain hesitant about getting vaccinated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's talk about next door as well in Alberta, because, boy, they seem to be in a bit of a mess in just messaging and communications. Yeah. So, you know, Alberta is more deeply politically polarized on this pandemic and has been for a while. And we've seen it play out in the last week. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry's counterpart there, Dr. Dina Hinshaw, announced last week significant relaxation in pandemic protocols. So Alberta is moving away from uh, a lot of stuff that is still standard practiced here. So ending widespread testing, tracing, isolation, masking protocols, and very controversial, uh, explosion of outrage, doctors upset, and a lot of accusations in Alberta, Simi, that this is Dr. Hinshaw bowing to political pressure from Premier Jason right. Kenney. Uh, New Democrats there are calling for public inquiry. Uh, the, the commentary is all, uh, oh, poor Dr. Hinshaw. She's, she's bowed to political pressure. She's doing this because this is what the Premier wants. Premier said, no, I took her advice. Dr. Hinshaw is out with a statement. It's, it's Today, it was released yesterday, uh, saying it absolutely was her own idea, that she was not going on political pressure. She says that um, COVID-19 is here to stay, and we have to learn to live with it, and we have to learn to live with it without extraordinary measures. So this is the voice of public health in Alberta one one commentator said she's gone from golden girl to pariah in a, in in a day with these statements but she's saying no this is me this is me public health and this is all my own work and this is the way we're going She's saying a little like you uh, quoted Dr. Bonnie Henry here, that we're going to monitor the situation as may not we may have to move back on some things but it's to me and it's an example simi of what happens what keeps happening on this issue, which is 
it's not just a public health issue. It's partly a political issue as well. Mm-hmm. That's right, because if they, if they keep saying follow the science, everybody says they're doing that. But if the yeah. science, how, how is it they're coming to different conclusions then? Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's ideologues on all sides of this issue and, and people that are absolutely certain about everything, and we hear from them all the time. But I'm looking at this and I'm going, like, what is an honest member of the public... Uh, well-intentioned, not in, not immersed in the story the way we are. What are they to make of this when two respected public health officials in adjacent provinces are reaching different conclusions from the same science? This is this is a political. It's an example of the challenge I think you face in the news media in trying to communicate this story to people, which is. What do you do when the public health officials, all of whom are have the best of intentions and aren't political, mm-hmm. but they reach different conclusions about how we should proceed? I, I notice that uh, Adrian Dix has been careful in interviews not to directly attack what's happening in Alberta, right? He, Very careful, not yeah. politicizing this, right? I think Dix has tried hard not to politicize it. Dr. Henry isn't criticizing her colleagues, but... Look at the federal health minister, Patty Haidu, right? She's out criticizing what's going in Alberta and criticizing, you know, attacking the health minister there in Alberta effectively. Um, BC's predicament with cases is as bad as Alberta. Some would argue at least it's worse. It's on par. She's not attacking British Columbia. So where does one go? One goes, she's attacking Alberta because the Trudeau government's running for re-election mm-hmm. and attacking Alberta suits their political purposes. But John Horgan is an ally of the federal government, so they're not attacking the B.C. government. Like, this is where it keeps getting political, even though I think our best hope to persuade the public to do the right thing is to try to keep the politics out of it. We try. Avon, thank you. Bye-bye.